Silence your cell phones now. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Pop Off Podcast. I'm not Ralph Campiano. I'm going to be your fill-in host, Jack Martin, a.k.a. The Martian. Um, running it solo. By myself. In my little home office. Feels weird. I feel schizophrenic. But I also kind of feel like a survivor. In the show, I'm going to be talking about The Last of Us. Episode 2 came out on Sunday, and it was good. It was good. This is definitely a bit of... A built-up episode, more of a more of an introduction into the world that we're going to be exploring, um, following the spread of of the disease that has taken over the entire world. Oh, sorry, runny nose, congested today. Anyways, um, yeah, this is good. I mean, the show's great, and people are fucking loving it. People are loving it. Um, I've been getting a lot of texts from people. Tell me that they've been watching it, they've been enjoying it, they've been telling their friends to watch it. Um, People fucking love it. And it's great to see. It's a great show. Um, I think I read that it had like a 22% week-to-week rise in viewership, which might have been the biggest in HBO history. I'd have to to fact-check that again. But this show's on the rise. It's on the rise. I think it's going to keep making noise. I still don't know if it's 8 or 10 episodes, but we've got a couple months left of this. Um... And so I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I think this episode, I think when we look back on the totality of the show, we're going to we're gonna realize that episode two was great and really did a really good job setting up kind of the stakes and, and the enemies. But before I kind of get into the clickers, I want to talk about the, the intro scene. That shit was awesome. In the game, you don't get a lot of that. In the game, there's not a whole lot of, there's no flashbacks to when everything spread. You just kind of get dropped in, uh, like we do in the first episode of the show. Um, but yeah, it's fucking, it's cool to see the background instead of having to find little collectibles and drawers as you're searching for three bullets as 12 zombies approach you and you got to kill them all. Um, it's cool that each episode's starting off. And we're seeming to get a little bit more each time. Um, I'm sure at some point we're going to see the disease actually start to spread. Um, But because there have been changes uh, from the game to the show, especially with how the disease spreads, um, how the clickers communicate, I guess, and how they stay alive, um, I think it's super important that the show gives us this background and explains these changes, and they're doing a really good job in these seven, eight-minute cold openings. Um, you know, we see a scientist. I can't remember what country she's in, and I don't want to guess. Um, but it's a foreign country, and she's basically been called in by the government because she studies this stuff, studies diseases and how they spread. And that's we kind of get our first view at somebody who's been infected in the early stages and they're fucking creepy um you know she goes in she sees it laying on the table she sees you know she opens its mouth and all these weird fucking i don't even know what they are but they're gross and that's i guess that's how they spread and it's it's somewhat foreshadowing of what we're going to see at the end of the episode but you know it i think it did a good job presenting the stakes and we see the pure fear in this in this woman's eyes as she realizes that 
something that's not supposed to be alive in humans is is growing and thriving and wanting to spread. And before we leave her and come back to Joel and Ellie and Tess, we we see her in this meeting room with a an army general. He, he's clearly somebody high ranking up. And he says, you know, what should we do? We got to develop a vaccine. We got to get, we got to get medicine. We got to do something. And she just says, there is no vaccine. There is no medicine. So he says, what, what should we do? She says, well, start bombing. Like that's, that's fucking crazy. And she just says, you know, can I go home? I want to spend time with my family. I think that does an incredible job setting up the stakes and just the pure fucking persistence of this pandemic that's about to spread, that's about to hit and take over quite literally the entire world because it spreads to Austin, Texas, and you know, in the in modern day in the show we're in we're in Boston. It's everything's ravaged, whole cities are destroyed. I mean, we don't even we, there's no idea to know what the world population is, but it's small and everybody's. Now been very divided into all these factions and I don't know. I love these cold openings. They're great. They're fantastic. But that's not the main part of the show. Um, this episode, obviously, we're we're now following Joel and Tess as they have to bring Ellie. Um, they have to deliver her, and it's now been established that she has been bitten, but is not infected. Um, seemingly she's the only person in the world that has had this experience. And so she's, she's the chosen one. They think that she can be the key to ending this and rebuilding humanity. But before we get to that, there's a long journey they got to take. And so they kind of embark, they get out of their, I guess, little town, their quarantine zone. Um, and this is when we get, this is when we get the clickers. This is when you get the bad guys. I mean, obviously the bad guys are going to become zombies and people. But for this episode, we're kind of getting our introduction to the clickers. We kind of got to see little hints of them in episode one. But um, now, this episode is when we're confronted by them. Uh, they look great. The clickers are great. Uh, I think that's a huge, huge part to this show because... It's a zombie game. It takes place in the zombie apocalypse. And if the zombies suck, if they don't look right, if they don't move right, then it's going to take you out of the show. There has to be... There has to be a realism to them. They got to scare you. And I'm sure Ralph was real scared. I'm sure he was... I'm sure he was reaching for his binky, you know, quivering on his couch. Maybe a tear dropped out of his eye, a little snot form. Because um, he doesn't like scary stuff. He's a widow, widow baby. Um, but yeah, I mean, they look really good. Uh, they are creepy. I guess they look maybe, I don't know, a little prosthetic, but I'd much rather have them be doing it with practical effects and makeup than CGI because they have the movement down. I mean, these are people, these are people who have been infected and now they look all fucked up and weird and they just, they have insane hearing and they're, but they're blind and they move really well. They move creepy. They're all they contort their bodies and make these creepy sounds. And you know, Joel and Tess and Ali, they're in a dark room and they're they're just trying to push through. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They know that this is a dangerous path. And we have our first combat experience with them. You know, in the games, there's you fight a lot of them, and it's different. I mean, 
you have melee weapons, you're the one that's in control, there's, you're just controlling Joel, um, whereas in this, we're watching the three of them have to work together, and there's less clickers, I can tell right off the bat, I think they're going to be taking on less at a time, that makes more sense, a video game's a lot different, and you can have upgrades, and there's perks, and there, obviously there's a skill element to it, but I don't know. I like the combat. I mean, I think they made it. I don't know what the word is. It's less. It's less brutal right now than I thought there would be. Um, you know, in the game, you're just you have like a baseball bat with nails in it, and you're just taking it in the fucking nailing it in the throat. But I don't know. It seems more grounded. I think it feels grounded. I mean. Three people, two adults, one child, petrified in a museum basement, covered in water, not knowing, you know, if they take the wrong step that, it, you know, clickers within a mile radius can come attack them. And so that has that stakes to them, um, which is also a change in the way it's, it's spread by spores in the game. So everyone in that scene in the game, they'd be wearing masks, but it's obviously different now. Um... I think that was a, I think that was a good scene. Um, like, it's, like I said, it establishes the stakes, and I'm excited to see how the combat goes. I mean, we're gonna be, we're gonna have some, uh, we're gonna have some freaky little fucks that our our team runs into here. Um, at the end of their little path through this museum, we have uh, we have our first big death of the show. Tess bites it. You know, she gets bit. She recognizes that she's done. That's how, I mean, that's the that's the brutal part of this of this world that we're in, where one bite, you know, two inches of separation, just these teeth of these clickers into you at any point, you're done. You're gonna die. And she realizes that um, Ellie's also bit, but she heals, and that really kind of cements that she's like she is it, like she cannot die because of getting bit. She can obviously get ripped apart. Um, these fuckers are strong too. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. This just feels so fucking weird talking to myself. But yeah, dude, Tess gets it. She realizes it and she, she, uh, when, when we see that Ellie's been bitten again and it heals and she survives, it really hits Tess that like this girl needs to get to where she has to go. She needs to be saved. She is the key to saving humanity. And, you know, her and Joel have this relationship and they've been surviving together. But at this point in this world, everything is bigger than you as a person. And you might have a purpose to serve, but you're kind of just surviving day to day. And she realizes that she can, if she helps this girl and Joel and helps them move forward and just takes the heat off of them a little bit, then that maybe they have a chance to survive and make it. Um, you know, so we see Joel and Ellie go ahead and Tess is lighting this lighter and all these clickers are coming in and one notices her. And it comes up to her. It's a really, really creepy scene. Probably the biggest horror element of the show we've gotten so far where she's, you know, got all this gasoline around her and she's going to light it and make an explosion and try to take out all these clickers and make a huge noise so all the ones in the surrounding area come and help her and, 
you know, as he's trying to get this lighter, you just hear click, 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 click. Backed up against the wall as this clicker kind of notices her, walks up to her slowly, just kind of sniffs her out and senses that she's there. We see, seem to get close to her and go in for like a kiss, which was fucking weird, but I think it, it's necessary. And we see all the, those little, I don't even know what to call them. The fucking, they're like not fungi. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a science guy, but this shit's spreading and it spreads and it starts going down her mouth into her throat and it's going to infect her. And we know that it's latching on. It looks the same as we saw in the, the opening scene. She finally drops it, lights it, sacrifices herself. She's done. First big death of the show, I guess. This is kind of like a, I don't know if I'd call it like a Game of Thrones thing where you don't want to get too attached, but I mean, we're not done yet. This is an apocalypse. People are selfish. People are crazy. They're they're stripped down to their bare survival instincts. You know, shit's going to get intense. Next week, we got, uh, I think, uh 80-minute episode. So it's going to keep revving up. I honestly don't know how I did on this. This might have sucked. Um, but... Yeah, I'm sorry you have to listen to this in recording, Ralph. I'm sorry you have to, if you have to listen to this in the car at work. I did my best. Went off the dome. Um, it's just, there was, there's not a whole, I think this is just, this is just like a really good setup. Great setup episode. Episode three is going to be 80 minutes. It looks like we're going to be, we're getting Nick Offerman. We're going to be trying to reunite with Tommy, we might run into some fireflies, there's going to be a lot, there's a lot more to establish here, there's a lot more to explore, and the journey is far from over, it is just beginning, so, I have nothing to plug, I have been uh, very uncreative lately, uh, no writing, uh, I appear on here sometimes, when I have something to talk about, but, uh, you know, follow the pop-off podcast, subscribe, whatever, listening platform you, you know, you like, Spotify, Apple Music, I'm sure. Or elsewhere, follow the Instagram, Twitter. You know, do whatever you want. Keep watching The Last of Us. I fucking love it. And it seems like everyone else does too. I have not heard one bad thing. So uh, hopefully, please God, I do the next one with Ralph so I don't have to talk to myself again. But uh, in the meantime, have a great day. And uh, enjoy the show. Silence your cell phones now.